Live from the studios of KTAR News 92.3 FM, it's the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show with Brian Whitfield. Everything you need to know to grow. Call Brian with your questions at 602-277-5827. That's 602-277-5827. The Whitfield Nursery Garden Show, now on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Slope now. It's uh, got some high clouds out there. It's really quite beautiful today. And uh, welcome to the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. We do have four open lines. This is a listener participation type program. Give Zandra a call. We can talk about anything you want to grow, water, plant, fertilize, or kill. If you have something different you're doing at home, some fun story about getting rid of critters or whatever it takes to garden, we'd love to hear from you. And, and we all realize that uh, gardening is a lot like cooking. You never really come out with the best recipe until you spoil a few. Anyway, uh, next up, we've got Betty in Gold Canyon. Give Zandra a call at 602-277-5827. Good morning, Betty. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Oh, enjoying the morning. Great. Thank you. Um, I have a question about uh, some cirrus that I have growing in my yard. And I, they're totems and one that I know this is not the correct um, uh, name, but it's the woolly mammoth, they okay. call it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and all of them look kind of green. Can you suggest something? They're they're a light green, not the dark, healthy green, more of a lime green. Well, Am I watering too much? You or? could be watering too much. Really, this time of year, Betty, they don't require any water at all. How long have they been in? Quite a while, years. Okay, so a big, yeah, big ones, Sunitas and the, you know, totem poles, they should be, uh, you know, pretty much not watered at all right now, especially with the rain. They're not going to change okay. much, but you can fertilize them, uh, you know, in March when it warms up. Okay. And give them a little shot of it, fertilizer. It won't hurt them at all. Do you suggest a particular fertilizer? No, just a good balanced one. You can, like, even like a miracle Grow would be fine. Oh, yeah, all right. Any kind and of a balanced uh, fertilizer, or you could use like a little granular and just sprinkle it in there and water it in, and, and that would be okay. fine. And um, But aside from that, you know, they really don't require much water except for the heat of the summer. And, uh, you know, like this past summer, whatever it was, you know, record, you know, temperatures in July, yeah, that's the time if you'd water them every two weeks would really help them a lot. But um, other than okay. that, you know, really for now, and especially if we keep up this kind of a cool, wet uh, spring, you know, don't need any water at all. Okay, I need to cut those off. I'm sure I'm watering too much. All right, well, yeah, thank they, you they, very they much. Just, they really, Betty, just don't need any water. Are they about as big as you want them to be? Um, One yes and one no. Okay, well, you know, you can water the other one a little more, but, you know, typically on all those types of cactus, you know, weekly watering in the heat of the summer is plenty. Okay. Oh, weekly in the heat of the summer. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, that. now, if you wanted to water them once a month, if we don't get rain, that's fine. But uh, I wouldn't okay. water them any more than that, especially this cool time of the year because they're really not growing now. Okay. I will cut the water off. And thank you very much. Thanks, Betty. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Well, looks like we got uh, John and Mesa after John. Wide open phones. You can give Miss Zandra a call at 602-277-5827. 277-KTAR. Good morning, John. Hey, uh, we we bought a Chinese elm from you all around 2019, 2020. Planted it. Uh, a year later, it's 
you know, it was doing well, still is. We were out of state, though, for two years and just got back a couple months ago, luckily, to the same house. And it was leaning. Now, it was leaning when we left. So I put a, you know, I attached something, a stake, you know, a pretty big stake. Mm -hmm. And so it, it looked like it's leaning more. So I guess my question is, and I, I've tried to uh, detach the support from it twice since we've been back uh, since last July. And of course, right after I do that, we get a big windy storm and it blows over maybe gusts um, 40 degrees. And then I, so then I restable it. So I guess my question is, how do I bite the bullet? Because I know I'm not supposed to be doing this because the trunk is not strengthening mm -hmm. itself. It needs some exercise. Free. So the best thing to do is set it free right now while it's dormant. Prune the tree back so that it'll stand up on its own. Okay. And if you don't mind, you could just name an Eileen and let have a gentle lean to it. As it grows <laughs> larger, it'll balance itself out. And if you don't if you want to be really radical, you can just cut the whole top off and let it come back out with a vengeance this spring and grow into more of a multiple trunk tree that will be freestanding. You know, the problem is is that uh you know, a lot of these trees like elms are staked because people want that straight, you know, kind of a look on a tree. But that's not natural for the way the trees grow. And um, so they don't get the exercise. They don't move back and forth. And we leave the stakes on them for a long time. Then they pretty much atrophy where the trunk's the weak part. The head's real big. The roots are real big. Uh, and the trunk never had to develop because it was never let free. So whatever you do to free the trunk up is going to help build caliber. And if you free it up and it's moving too much, just thin out the head this time of year. So thin out the top of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just take off half the half of the top, just thin it all out and reduce its size on the top, and then it can move back and forth. And as it grows out this spring, it'll build caliber really quickly because it's going to have to. And by build caliber, you mean more the trunk will branches? Get, the, and stuff? No, the trunk will get bigger in diameter. Oh, okay. But now the other thing is, right. is, if you want to, John, if you just cut it off, you know where it's where it's crooked, just cut the whole top of the tree off and stand back. It'll come back with a vengeance this spring, and by May, it'll be as big as it was before you cut it, and it'll be self-supporting and strong. So, you know, the, the whole, the trunk from the top of the tree all the way into the ground, that is at an angle. Mm -hmm. So you, you can cut it anywhere um, along there. I, I'm, you know, I'm a bad influence on neighborhoods whenever I show up with trees like that, because <laughs> oftentimes uh, I'll come through and cut them off at five feet tall. And let it okay. grow back out with multiple trunks and become. And I love multiple trunk trees. It's just a personal addiction. Maybe I it's a see. sickness, you know. And I, and I, you know, okay. I talk to myself, you know, because I used to have my grandfather could advise me and say, "Well, you might want to think about that." Now I talk to myself and say, "Self, you know, what what should I do?" You know, and sometimes myself kind of talks yeah. back to me and says, "Cut it here, cut it here." You know, there's a little okay. little, little <laughs> wicked part in my brain that comes around and makes me cut things. But, you know, the results are often quite pretty, John. And, and if you if you like a multiple trunk tree, it's easy to do. But if not, you can you know, can reduce the top of the tree dramatically, and it will balance and strengthen itself. It'll always have that lean. And I'll tell you one thing else you could do. I'm going to, when we get off the phone here, um, I'll give Xander your phone number. I'll call you after the show. You can text me a picture. And uh, then, oh, I, okay. then I can tell you maybe what I thought was you know, the best advice, but who knows? That, yeah, that, that'd little, be great. That little Thank evil you. side of self that comes out might tell me something wild, too. You never know, John. 
Yeah, I don't mind it leaning or multi-trunk. I just don't want it to fall over and get... Sure. No, I understand. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm okay. going to put you on hold, give uh, Xander a call. And in the meantime, we're going to take a short break. And while we're gone, we do have wide open phones. You can give Xander a call at 602-277-5827-277. KTIR for the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. We're here every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on 92.3 FM. KTAR. Not for you. Talk of the mic, come on. <laughs> Yo, you just did. <laughs> anyway, beautiful morning out there, folks. And the clouds uh, hanging over the hills here at Sunny Slope look like it could definitely rain. And uh, that's going to be very welcome here. We have wide open phones. You know, th- that means that no callers on at all. So we have to do something fun. You know, it's not Christmas tree season anymore. That's kind of over. Though it was amazing how many uh, of our customers said that the wreaths they had lasted as well as they did. We had a lot of uh, customers with wreaths that lasted into the middle of uh, January, which is pretty spectacular. But uh, at any rate, let's give something away today. So for the next three callers, we're going to give you a free 15-gallon Christmas. No, not a Christmas tree. That won't work at all. We'll give you a free 15-gallon lemon tree. And you can pick that up at any one of our uh, three nurseries. The one's at 824 East Glendale Avenue. The other one's at Cooper, which is the same as Stapley in Guadalupe. Or 264070 Southern Avenue, Southern Avenue, straight south of the Sky Harbor Airport. And uh, for the next three callers, a free lemon tree. You can take it home and plant it. And the nice part about Whitfield lemon trees is they already have lemons on them. And if you want to taste our lemons without buying a lemon tree from us, you can certainly get the fruit from uh, any one of our co-partners in, in growing the citrus is uh, the Sprouts family, Whole Foods, the guys over at uh, Albertson Safeway and Bashes from all the way from the, 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 the select store over there at AJ's all the way down to the one that sells the most of our lemons is Food City and Bashes as well. And it would feel as we have uh, wonderful support here from our 
our friends and neighbors with these stores. And, uh, you know, it's citrus season. They have navels now and lemons. Tangelo's coming soon. They're not quite ready yet, but we'll say they're coming soon. And I hope we don't get too much rain where we can't get into the groves and pick them. And that does happen to us sometimes. But, you know, the rain does so many wonderful things for us here in our environment. And especially when it fills up our reservoirs up north and the management that's done here with, uh, you know, the good help of uh, the CAP and SRP, but especially originally SRP. Uh, managing our valley's water is very spectacular. And you can take advantage of that now if you need to deep soak something. And if you want to wash away your salts, the winter is the time to do it. At this time of year, SRP is delivering most of the water to the cities around the valley um, from basically stored water out of Roosevelt Lake and some of the lakes where they're, they're, they're taking the water level down in the lake so they've got room for the snow melt. And if we get snow melt like last year, boy, that'd be wonderful. But um, so they're, they're working on all that and their management uh, is fantastic here. And we always talk about water being the huge issue here in Arizona and it always is and management's everything. And it's been managed here for a long time, but uh, let's see, we're not getting any, the, uh, Xander, these guys, I'll, I'm going to take line uh, three hot. So I got unknown. Oh, let's see. Well, well, hello, unknown caller. Hi. Do you um, have any more lemon trees to give away? Well, I don't know how many she's given away already, but uh, <laughs> I, I will, I'll definitely have you on hold after we're done. We'll get you a lemon tree, okay? Okay. Thank you. Well, we're not just giving away lemon trees, though. We're going to talk, right? No, I don't have nothing to talk about. Oh, come on. <laughs> Who are you? Where do you live? I live in Mesa. My name is Maggie. Maggie, have you ever grown a lemon tree before? No, I haven't. You know, you'll, you'll be surprised at how easy a lemon is to grow of all citrus varieties. At, at Whitfields, we grow over 500 acres of citrus and uh, about 300 acres of that are lemon trees. And uh, the nice part about a lemon tree is you can have fruit at your home that you can pick all the way from September through April. And uh, it's wonderful for you and easy to grow here. And you can give them away too. And I, yeah, and I can. Give, <laughs> and you can give them away, or you can make lemonade. You know, and when the tree gets really large and you have more lemons than you're going to use in a season, you can make uh, lemon cubes and make uh, lemonade with them in the summertime. So you just oh, freeze really them in little good. cubes, and they work really wonderfully. Well, I'm going to put you back on hold so you get a lemon tree. Okay. Thank you. All right, hold on. Bye bye. Oops. Okay, she's back on hold. So, Pam, uh, good morning, Pam. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Is this Brian? This is Brian. I'm trying to well, help hi, Sandra Brian. out. She seems awfully busy back there. <laughs> I guess, but um, if you have lemon trees, that's great. And if you don't, I have a question about citrus. I think she's out of lemon trees, but you know what? Since you're so kind of God, we'll add you onto the list, Okay. You're so for, awesome. For, for everybody else, I think we're out. But we'll, but this, if you stay on, we can also talk. It's, so let's talk about citrus. Okay. Um, so I got my radio on. I'm going to close this door. Sorry about that. Um, no I have six citrus trees. And, of course, like everybody else's, they had a rough summer. And um, it seems like they're ripening rather slowly compared to previous years. Is you know, that- they really are, Pam. Our navels were a little late. You know, so our navels, weren't, they're good right now, but they weren't very good at the first, you know, like around Christmas time. And they finally, the navels have ripened. And we're waiting for the tangelos. I've got all these uh, eager customers that want to put tangelos in the stores right now. And right. I'm saying, well, no, they don't eat good enough yet. <laughs> you know, tangelos are one of those fruit that are really good when they're good. But oftentimes they're sold too early and they're not good enough. But yeah, it's a late ripening season, you know, for a lot of things. And, but especially we've noticed it with our tangelos. 
Okay, and I do have a tangelo and a tangerine. The tangerines are pretty well ready to be finished. Mm-hmm. And then the other orange trees, I really don't know what kind they are, if they're sweet. Or well, orange. Valencias, which are real common, but, uh, you know, those trees, uh, the fruits really, it's best March, April, May. Okay. You know, so it's a lot later. That's the nice part about having the varieties where you have the navels are early. And some of the tangerines, like Algerian tangerines, those are one of the first. And our Meyer lemons come in early as well. And then, um, you know, we tree ripen our lemons. We don't gas them. So that being said, you know, right now is our prime, prime lemon season. We're trying to sell as many as fast as we can. But uh, the, the Valencia is a great fruit to have in as part of that mix because it's later. The tangelos somewhere in between. Tangelos normally are better by now than they than right now than they are. But uh, in the next week or two, they're going to get good. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to put you back on hold. Okay. So that that have way Xander can get you a tree. Okay. Okay. Hold Thank on. You. And uh, let's see. Next up, we got Nancy. Hello, Nancy. Hi. I wanted to tell you we bought some of your lemons at Bashes, and they were so juicy and delicious. Just fantastic. Well, they're, they're wonderful partners, you know, and I can remember with like the Tangela's the first time I went in and met Jack when we first started selling citrus, uh, Bashes was our first customer and Jack Armstrong went, ran their produce purchasing department, had been there for a long time and uh, he was a store guy, then a store manager and then ran produce. And I walked in with a big Tangelo and he just looked at me like, you're going to make me eat that. <laughs> and the look in his eye was like, he'd eaten a bad Tangelo before. And, uh, and Jack from Bashes tasted that and said, wow, that eats pretty good. <laughs> and it was a surprise for him because he'd never eaten a ripe Tangelo. But they're, they're very wonderful people to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was hoping to get a free lemon tree, but I, but you, I heard you, you say that, that you were out of them. No, no, no. You're, I'm not out of lemon trees. I've got thousands. And you're a winner. You're a winner, <laughs> winner, chicken dinner. So, Nancy, hold on. Oh, and, okay. uh, and does, oh, Xander, Xander's already got you all set up, Nancy. You're a winner. Okay, great. All right. Thanks Does for calling. call later or does somebody call later? I'll call, you, I'll call you later, but you can pick it up at any one of the stores. Actually, uh, I'm not sure where you're located, but our store on Glendale Avenue, Gilbert or South Phoenix, all have them in stock and they'll have your name and phone number at the store. Okay, great. Okay. And thank you so much for your show. Thanks, Nancy. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Um, Bye-bye. Bye. Let's see. Drop. There we go. Mike, good morning, Michael. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Brian. I've got this uh, in the home that we moved into a number of years ago in Gilbert here. We did inherit a a small orange tree. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the most that we get every year are maybe, count them, five oranges on the tree. (laughs) How how, how large is the tree tree. now, Mike? All right, now uh, it's off the ground. It's it's probably no taller than four feet, five feet. And you've had it for several years? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's probably a dwarf. And, uh, you know, while some dwarfs can be fairly prolific with their fruit, um, if it's that small, um, you know, part of it's just because of the size. But, you know, if you wanted to plant an orange type tree that grows faster and larger to get a bigger crop, what I'd really recommend to you is a Mineola tangelo. And the tangelos, because they're grown on a lemon rootstock, will grow much faster than all the oranges do. They have wonderful fruit that I'm waiting for it to get ripe right now. We have eager, eager customers wanting to buy them, but they're not quite sweet enough yet. But uh, we'll have them in the next couple weeks. But that tree will grow fast and produce quite a bit of fruit. Okay. Okay. I'll pick one one of those up from the uh, Gilbert store then. Well, and you can get your lemon tree, too, and you can have a lemon and a tangelo. 
Oh, fantastic. I appreciate that. All right. Thanks, Michael. That's wonderful. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, let's see. Next we have, uh, let's see, Bob in Phoenix. Hello, Bob. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Brian. Hey, Brian, my question is more of a rose question. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it too late to prune my roses? No, no. Now is the perfect time to prune your roses. And how how much should I prune them down? Because they're about three feet tall. Are they hybrid? Are they hybrid tea roses? Like they grow separate flowers with longer stems? Yes. Okay. So you want to prune those back fairly heavy. Uh, You can prune them back to as small as probably ten or twelve inches if you'd like to, and just thin out the stems. Leave four or five main canes come up, and just prune them back really hard. Fertilize them and stand back, and you'll have nice buds and blooms on them in probably as little as four to six weeks. What type of fertilizer do you recommend for that? There's a lot of good rose fertilizers. They're formulated especially for roses. But, you know, most balanced fertilizers like a 10-10-10 or a citrus food would be fine. You might give them an extra tablespoon of Epsom salt, uh, which is magnesium, which really kind of seems to okay. help the roses as well. But most most good balanced fertilizers would be fine. Okay. And how much water right now? Well, roses like water, but it looks like we're going to have rain. So, you know, when they're that big and established, normally weekly watering would be more than adequate. And if we actually get some really good deep rains, it'd be fine. And, you know, today would be a great day to go out and prune them and fertilize them because you'll get the advantage of having this nice rain that's, you know, softer, better water going to them. And they'll just think exactly. they went to heaven. All right. <laughs> hey, Brian, thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. Bye bye. Uh, Peter and Buckeye. Good morning, Peter. Hey, good morning. Did I win a lemon tree? I don't know. Did Peter? Oh no, poor Zandra's shaking her head. You're off. You're off the list, Peter. But I'll tell you what. You what come, about a peach, you come by What about a peach tree? <laughs> what about a peach tree? Come on. You think you're in Georgia? <laughs> no. No desert gold. What, what we were you going to say? Right. I said, well, no, that's nothing. But there's a, there's a lot of uh, you know stone fruits that do well here, and peaches do very well. But I was going to say, I could, know. But what were you going to say? Was, what were you going to say I, about I, I, the lemon tree? I was going to make you a deal. What like, like deal? Bonnie Hall, you know. Let's make a deal. I'll, yeah. I'll, you buy two fifteen. You buy two fifteen gallon other trees, and I'll give you a fifteen gallon lemon tree for free. All right. So you can All come right. get your peach or whatever else you want to go, and you can have your whole little orchard there. You know what, Brian? I've got two peach trees, and uh, I bought one with the Texas, uh, no, Florida Prince, and the other one is the uh, Desert, Desert. Gold. Yeah. Those are two of the and they both reliable. Caught, they, they both caught canker. Mm, they, they usually don't. I mean, you, they, a lot of times, the biggest problem we see with peaches is uh, is the boars, you know, when it gets hot like last year. But if, if you got some sick ones and need some new ones, you know, buy two and get one free. <laughs> you know what? I might just do it. Hey, and, the, and, the, pieces, and the pieces are less expensive than the lemon trees, too. So that's a good deal. Are they? Yeah. So what what do you do for canker? You know, pretty much there's no way to eliminate it. You know, I, I don't know of any way you yeah. can eliminate the caker. You can prune it out to a certain, if it's up high, you can prune it back and prune it out to a certain degree. And then make sure you're not yeah, pruning I, another tree that's healthy at the same time because you can spread right. it. But um, no, right. I, I don't know no, of any cures for it. Yeah, there's not. I'm just going to let it. They got so good peaches, but I'm just going to have to wait until it dies and then make smoking wood out of it and buy two and get one free. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, yeah, hold on for All one right. second. Let me make sure Xander's got your number, okay? Thanks. 
And we'll be right back after. Uh, yes, he's here. Mr. Barrett's in the, he's in the studio. We're going to find out what's happened in the world. And after we find out what's happened in the world, we'll be right back with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. And uh, Xander, you got to get Pete's number. And the lines are full, folks, so no reason to call Xander right now. <laughs> be right back with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. And said, say a prayer for me She threw her arms around him Whispered, God will keep us free They could hear the riders coming He said, this is my last fight If they take me back to Texas They won't take me back alive there were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the bell stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. Spanish angels took another angel home. She reached down and picked the gun up that lay smoking in his hand. She said, Father, please forgive me. I can't make it without my man. She knew the gun was empty And she knew she couldn't win But her final prayer was answered When the rifles fired again There were seven Spanish angels At the altar of the sun They were praying There was thunder from the throne And seven Spanish angels Took another angel home Well, welcome back, folks. Uh, fun little well-sung song. Uh, back to the phones. Looks like we do have a line available. Number call 602-277-5827. 277-KTAR. Tim and Scottsdale, good morning. Hello, Tim. Oh, Tim. Okay, my phone was messing up. I didn't hear you. Sorry about that. You're live now, Tim. Good morning. Okay. Well, we better turn that down. Okay. Uh, questions back on lemons. Uh huh. I have a Lisbon lemon that has been in the ground for going on five years now, and it's only grown maybe seven, eight inches, maybe ten. Well, <laughs> uh, I fertilized it. I watered it like I was recommended to do. I would check and him and make sure number one it orange. wasn't. Okay. They're all been in the ground at the same time, and uh -huh. they're just not producing nothing. Well, the, the blossoms know nothing. Kara Kara's are pretty slow, but uh, lemons are wrong. Uh, make sure it's not planted too deep. So dig down around the trunk. 
and uh, <clears throat> make sure you can see what's called the root flare, okay? And that, that should be, well, you're on the air still, Tim. You, you got us, Tim? Earth to Tim. Come in, Tim. Yeah, we, we lost Tim somehow. You there? Yeah, we're here. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm in so, the car. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know how ahead. this car switches when you get in the pickup. Anyway, so what, uh, it, may be, it may be planted too deep. Okay, so dig down okay. next to the trunk and see if you can find the root flare. That's where the roots come out of the base down below the ground. And uh -huh. make sure that's within about two inches of the, of the surface. Okay, any okay. other dirt inside those wells, take it out. Make sure the trunk's wrapped to protect it from the sun. Fertilize it pretty heavy around Valentine's Day or the middle of next month. And if it doesn't jump and start to put out a lot of new growth, um, kill it and throw it away. Because it, if it's been in that long, it should be much bigger. But it should come out pretty fast this spring. But I would check to make sure it's not planted too deep on both of them. The trunks are wrapped to protect the trunks from the sun, and they're well-fed. And then I would feed them uh, monthly from now till October. And as far as watering, where are you located in Scottsdale, Tim? Jay and 60th, about Orange Street Golf Course. Okay, so you have really heavy soil that holds a lot of water. So you want to water about yes. once every 10 days. Okay, it's plenty. Even in the summertime, okay. no more than that. And when you water them, you want to put on, if they're small trees like that, probably about 30 or 40 gallons of water. Okay, I, har I rain harvest, so I usually put a barrel of water on each, day, each time I water. Well, that's great. I mean, you're not going to overwater them, but let them get dry in between. So, yes. so go over the rod or prop rod or something and stick it in the ground. What we use is like a piece of uh, angle iron or, or rebar that's welded into a T. Just push it in the ground. But if it's wet, yeah. don't water. And uh, you might get away with once a month right there this time of year, especially with the weather we're having right now. But too much water yeah. is going to be bad. Fertilize them monthly. Protect the trunk. And make sure they're not planted too deep. And that's about all you can do. As far as sun, sun goes, the, the situation where I paint planted them is on the south side of my property and on the very perimeter of the property i have japanese privets that are about 13 maybe 14 feet high how far and, are the trees away from the privets uh probably 10 maybe 12 feet away from them those privets shouldn't bother them at all shouldn't bother they they would get enough sun you think oh yeah they'd be, That's they'll, what be they'll be fine if they're 10 feet away okay all right can i have one more question real quick sure Date, date palms. I planted date palm probably five years ago, and they have a bunch of what they call pups, I believe. Mm -hmm. How do you get those off? <laughs> They're really hard. They're a lot of work. You know, we grow date palms. That's the biggest cost is maintaining the, the shoots off the side and getting the shoots off. Um, uh -huh. You could take them off with a, with a, a sharp shovel. You know, and go through and uh -huh. cut and pull them away. But I'd cut the tops of them off first and then dig down and just have to chop them out. Um, we have what's, okay. what looks like an axle on a, off of an old truck and a wide blade yeah. on it that we drive in there when we're going to try and save them with, with a hammer, you know, like a sledgehammer. Uh -huh. And then we pop the shoots yeah. off. But, yeah, you really want to keep those cut off as best you can and just never let them get big because they could become a real nightmare. Okay. All right. Very good. Thanks, Tim. Bye -bye. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Gregory in Phoenix, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So what's up this morning, Gregory? Yes. Um, so I have I have funny story. I'm Greek. I'm from Greece. And I moved to Arizona. And I have funny story about lemon tree. Okay. Okay. My aunt, she's a lawyer in Greece. And uh, the uh, she has clients who is... Uh, he was he was uh, walking down the street, and they have many lemon trees in Greece. And he takes the lemon off a tree, 
And the man who owns the house, he come out and they start yelling. And the man, he come out and they start to fight. They fight over one lemon. <laughs> and now they are in the, the court over the lemons. And I think this is very funny. And we talk about this. I listen to you all the time. And it's great. And I love it. So thank you. This is my first time calling on a, on a radio show. So it's, it's, uh, I'm a little nervous. But it's maybe kind of a funny story for you. Well, it's a very funny story, Gregory. And you know that uh, it's funny because our competition on the East Coast, and we try to sell lemons to like New York, uh, they ship a lot of lemons uh, from Turkey and, uh, and Greece, you know, huh? in, into uh, the yeah. United States. I mean, they're pretty big exporters. And uh, so... yes. In the whole Mediterranean, well, we have, you know, it's, it's such a wonderful yeah, tree. We have, yeah, we have, you know, lemons are the color of gold for a reason. <laughs> yes. Well, okay, that's, well, thank you. Well, th thank you very much, Gregory, and appreciate your story, and ha have a fine day. You as well. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, let's see. Next up we have got, right, Victor and Chandler. Hi, Victor. Hi, Brian. How are you? Oh, and enjoying the morning. Great. I had a question. Um, I've been growing, I have some like little 10 inch flower pots mm -hmm. that I filled with growing soil and I throw tomatoes in there and I threw in like watermelon and I've been doing jalapenos and corn. And every time I start, I started growing them inside the house and used an LED light because I was hoping I could transplant them outside here in February. Okay. But every time they start growing, they start growing great in about a week. After they like, they'll grow within about a week and a half and get a, about three or four inches big, tall, mm -hmm. and then they all just start dying. And I don't know what's going on. I put a little bit of that happy frog fruit at your store in the pot so they have some food. But like, I'm just trying to maintain them so I could put them outside in February when it's a, not as cold because I think that would be the best time to replant them. Would it not be? No, it'd be it'd be great. As soon as after a frost, usually the fifteenth of February. Victor, do your containers have a drainage? Do they drain through the bottom? They do, but I don't put enough water in it to have the water drain through the bottom. But it does. I can tip them to the side, and the water falls out. Okay, but they, they need to they need to drain, and it's really good when you water to water so that it does go through the pot, so you don't build uh -huh. up salts and things too. So you might not be getting quite enough water, but um, okay. And, and then and, and you I haven't keep, been draining it either. Yeah, and you want if I did put extra water. Yeah, and you want to make sure that you have holes in the bottom so the water drains through the pots. So you may be taking okay. a sink or something when you water. And uh, it's, you know, it's right now is a great time because you get a big jump, especially like on watermelons. You know, you can, you're uh -huh. about perfect right now within the next week or so to seed some watermelons. They only last in the little pots for about two to four weeks at the most. But two or three weeks early, if you want to get a, a jump on watermelons, you can germinate them that way. My friend Joe, who used to grow a lot of watermelons out in Chandler, though, he would always just plant a little early and... Uh, uh -huh. and they wouldn't really germinate in the soil until the soil was warm enough. So you could actually plant them by seed if you wanted to around the 1st of February outdoors now and probably oh, fine with the watermelons. The tomatoes, you'll, you'll get a bigger start on tomatoes if you buy, uh, you know, I hate to have to have to come to the nursery. It's fun to grow your own. But if you plant, if you buy tomatoes from starts this time of year, like three or four inch pots, uh -huh. you're going to get a big jump over what you can do this late in the season with tomatoes. It, normally tomatoes, if we're going to grow them to be planted outdoors, we'll usually plant them right around Christmas. 
Right around Christmas? Yeah, so we get a what little What kind of tomatoes one. do you recommend purchasing uh, the, the e- plant? The easiest ones are all the small ones. So Sweet 100s, Large Cherries, those are really easy. The one that lasts the uh, longest here in the summer is called Pearson. And then there's Urban uh-huh. Girls, and it's kind of whatever you like. Beefmaster is one of my favorites. It's a big kind of a wrinkly tomato. looks like the, the ones they sell in the store, you know, as the... Those old heritage tomatoes, but uh, that mm-hmm. one, when you let it dry out in the summertime, when it gets big, is just a really great flavor. Okay, perfect. Right. And then as far as because anytime I've planted anything outside in the dirt with mm-hmm. a fifty-fifty mixture, mm-hmm. it works fine. But like I said, with these pots, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I don't. I don't think you're watering enough and letting the water drain through the pots. Okay, and then as far as corn. Because I was doing the same thing. Is it okay to start just planting it outside in the dirt? Yeah, yeah it's, now it's to start growing well, it. It's a little early right now, but you know, pretty soon. You know, in the next three or four weeks. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Victor. Okay. Perfect. Bye bye. Thank you, Brian. And we're gonna take a short break while we're gone. We have uh, one line available. Number to call: six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven for the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. We're here every Sunday morning from seven to nine a.m. on ninety two point three FM KTAR. see some rain and looks like the forecast is pretty positive over the next couple of days we'll get a little bit but in the meantime i invite you out to whitfields you know whitfields we don't only just give trees away on the radio we grow thousands of them if you're looking for the perfect lemon tree come out and see us we deliver plant and guarantee we're licensed bonded and insured no jobs too big none's too small with 15 gallons to big 36 inch box trees we grow all kinds of citrus we have beautiful shade trees like ash elm pistachios we have great fruitless olives we have uh a really fun mesquite called an American mesquite, which is very sturdy here in the wind and storms and uh, thornless and uh, stays pretty evergreen, too. Whatever your dreams are for that perfect tree, whether it be palm trees like date palms or perhaps uh, 
Pygmy dates, sagos, we grow it all here at Whitfields. Our original store is at 824 East Glendale Avenue. We're at the East Valley at Cooper, which is the same as Stapley and Guadalupe, or 2640 Southern Avenue, Southern Avenue, straight south of the Sky Harbor Airport. We're open Monday through Saturdays, 8 to 5.30, Sundays, 10 to 4. Come out and see us, and hey, we'll do the digging. Uh, let's see. Next up, Larry in Sun City. Good morning, Larry. Uh, hello. Good morning. Morning to you. Hey, um, just have a quick question. I um, let's see. I bought a, a tomato plant. Uh, it says Husky Cherry Red Hybrid Cherry Tomato. I want to do it right. I want. Uh, I'm just wondering what what can I do to 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 help this along. Well, right um, now, are you going to grow it in a container or is, is you going to plant it in the ground? Yeah, it's in a container. Okay. Um, I was going to keep it in a container so I can move it around and. Um, let's see, my front garden is not in the sun. Uh, it just has morning sun. Um, so let's see, it's in probably a two gallon, uh, container. Do I need to transplant it? I would transplant it to at least a five gallon container or perhaps even larger, even a seven or 15. And when you transplant it, plant it a little deeper than it's growing now. So uh, different than other plants, most plants, you never want to plant deep. Well, your tomato plant it two or three inches deeper in the container than the container it's in. Okay. A a well-drained potting soil is is great. Um, The easiest way to fertilize it, to maintain it without a lot of care back and forth is Osmocote. And it's a slow release fertilizer you can put on. It'll last for about 60 days here in the, in the desert. But, uh, Ideally, it's going to want to have as much sun as possible this time of year. So I really would like to be on the south side of the house. Okay, okay. And if we're going to have okay. a freeze um, over the great. next And then weeks, I have a, a pepper plant in my front garden. I don't know what it is. It's got red and green peppers on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know what kind of pepper plant, but what do I do? What can I do to help it along? Well, um, you know, they're going to really start to wake can... up here as the weather gets warmer. So right now it's a little cool. They're not going to grow much, but fertilize it here about the middle of February and okay. stand back. It'll grow pretty fast. But, uh, and like okay. I say, you, you can use, you know, you can use like the happy frog kind of fertilizer. Those things work really well, or you could just use Osmocote so you don't have to do it as often. Okay. Great. Have fun, Larry. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Uh, John and surprise. Good morning, John. Hi, Brian. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, my question is, we have uh, two orange trees and a grapefruit tree, mm-hmm. and they're uh, all about 18 years old. And um, uh, my wife wants to cut them back to about three to four feet. And it seems to me that this is too early for that. or that Well, she wants too, to cut, cut three or four of feet off them or make the tree three or four feet tall? No, three or four feet tall. Okay. Um, it would be better. It would be better. Well, well, it's a little drastic. And I can tell you, if you want to, if you really want to reduce it that way, what I would do with it first is I would cut half of it back as short as you want to. Okay. And leave the other half until the buds and new growth appear on the portion that's cut back and then cut the second portion of it back. Now you're going to forego any kind of a crop at all this year if you cut them back that small. So you're not going to have well, any crop we've this got year. You- We've got we've got all the grapefruit we're going to get. We had about six grapefruit this year. Okay, and it's a big tree. It's probably twenty five feet. Yeah, so that's really drastic. But if you want to if you want to really cut it back that short, it, it, you can do it. It's not going to be a problem. But what you want to do is you want to cut half the tree back that far first, and let the other half grow back. You know, for about a month, and then come back and cut the second half off. Okay, so you get some more growth in there, and then you're going to have to work on so, redeveloping the branch structure as it comes back. Okay, this will be with all three trees? 
Yeah, you, you, you can do it, but, but cut half back. And I would wait to cut the half back another three or four weeks, you know, until it's going to be kind of past the frost season and they're going to start to grow back. And then when you're making those really big cuts like that, you want to get some of that tree heel, the, the tar type that comes in the can, and you put on with a spatula and seal those limbs when you cut them, okay, on the end so the wood doesn't die back further. And then cut half back, let the portion that's cut back throw out a bunch of new growth. When the new growth's on there, cut the other half off. Okay, so when you say when you cut half half it back, mm-hmm. uh, when you cut it back again, what are you cutting? What are you cutting the second time? Well, the big wood. So what we're going to okay, hold on. I'm going to give you more information off the air because we're out of time. Okay. And I'll take everybody, Lynn, Steve, and Scott, and John. I'll take, I'll take everybody off the air. Appreciate the calls today, folks. Hope you enjoyed the program. Let's uh, go out and love and forgive and, and work together as a team. The diversity we have is just like the football teams I was watching yesterday. We're, we're not good with all offensive linemen. We're not good with all quarterbacks. It takes a team. It takes diversity. It takes the fast guys and the linebackers and the, and the linemen to win a game. And it, that's how we win here in America is our diversity. Uh, diversity in, in, in faith and color and creed and in sex. And in every way we can possibly do diverse, the more diverse we are, the stronger we are. We'll be back with you next week. Love our love our friends and neighbors and love the ones you disagree with even more. We'll be back next Sunday with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show.